You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranac, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. my gosh, you guys, we did it. The podcast turned one yesterday, in fact. So it's been a whole year since the Magnetic Podcast was released into the world, a whole year since I recorded and launched the first episode and it's just surreal and crazy. And I really wanted to sit down and record an episode about the podcast because a podcast is something that I thought about and I really wanted to do for a long time. And before I did it, Lord knows that there were so many limiting beliefs, so many reasons why not And I wanted to share with you guys a little bit behind the scenes of the journey of how the podcast was launched, or at least like what had to happen for it to get out into the world, and all the things that I learned in this full year of podcasting. So there's over 50 episodes, we are like climbing up with the downloads Every single month, there is an increase, and I just really want to give you a little sneak peek on what it's all looked like and share with you the journey, and if you're thinking about starting a podcast, this is going to be so, so valuable because I'm just going to hopefully drop in a lot of nuggets around what it looks like to have a consistent podcast, what the benefits are, and all the lessons that I've picked up along the way. So let's get started with the first lesson. And the first kind of big thing that I learned from starting a podcast is that there is no perfect time to start. So I had this thing in my head that you could only have a successful podcast if you're like Tim Ferriss or like I don't know, freaking Marie Folio or like just like the big, big podcast names, right? Joe Rogan. (laughs) And I had this other ridiculous belief that like, oh, but podcasting is so saturated, which is the same limiting belief that pops up in my clients when they're starting businesses or launching programs. Like, but everyone's doing a program on this, but everyone's coaching on this. And I walk them through these freaking beliefs. I'm like, no, no, we're not going there. That is not how we're going to operate. This is why that is false AF. And here's how we're going to reframe it. And yet, yet, we all need a dose of our own medicine sometimes because I had the same thoughts. I was like, oh my God, so many people have podcasts. Who's going to listen to my podcast? And like, I really need to have a massive audience before I can have a podcast. And to be fair, I think this belief actually got rooted from listening to someone. 
oh, listening to an influencer online who was teaching this podcast launch strategy. And I recall him saying like, don't launch a podcast unless you have a massive list. There's no point. And what a load of garbage, you guys, like totally not. When I launched this podcast, there was like 500 people on my email list. And I think I had like 2000 people on my Instagram followers. It really did not freaking matter. And that's the biggest thing that I've learned is that you don't need a big audience. You don't need to do anything crazy. Like all you need to do is get started. That is the only thing you need to do. And there is nothing that can prepare you for it other than your own mindset. So until you shift and you're like, you know what, this is valuable. This is going to help people. This is something that I want to do and I'm excited about. None of the other stuff matters. Like all of that other stuff is just background noise. So if you're wanting to start a podcast, if you're feeling the call, if it makes you excited, do not wait for some magical milestone before you feel like you can do it. And that freaking applies to every area of business, right? Don't wait till you have X amount of followers before you can launch a course. Don't wait till you've made X amount of dollars before you can launch a passive program. Don't wait till you have X amount of experience before you can go out and do stuff. Like start where you are, start with what you have, the rest will fall into place. So that is the first tip and lesson that I learned from this podcast. The second thing is that podcasting is a journey, just like anything, just like your business. It is a journey and you're not going to be amazing and perfect and great at it from the get-go. And that does not matter. That's not what should stop you. Don't get caught in a catch-22 loop type situation where you're like, well, once I'm good at speaking, then I will start speaking. Like what? (laughs) We do that all the time with business, right? We're like, well, once I know more and I've taken these like 386 courses and I really have like everything perfected and like my branding right and my logo just right and my fonts are perfect, then I will launch this thing. And the day never comes because we're always trying to do more and more and more. And the way that I viewed getting into podcasting and starting a podcast was like practice. I'm like, hey, it's actually better for me to start practicing now when the entire world doesn't know who I am and to start building this platform now. So by the time I am mega successful and there is millions of people listening to me, I'm going to be pro. I'm going to be amazing. I'm going to be great. I like to approach things in my business from a lens of curiosity. And I say this to my clients all the time, particularly my mastermind clients. I'm always like, hey, you're doing this thing and let's go into it with a curiosity lens. So we're like, "Mm, interesting. I wonder how I can tweak this. I wonder how I can tweak that. And this goes back to the principle that I really love and believe in, which is the quality of your life. And you can interchange that for business is determined by the quality of questions you ask. So if you ask questions from a place of curiosity, like, hmm, 
that episode didn't get many downloads. I wonder what I could change next. Or, hmm, interesting, people don't seem to be resonating with this kind of topic on the podcast. Or, interesting, my launch just didn't hit the goal that I was aiming for. I wonder what happened. You're going to get a very different answer versus if you ask, why me? Why do people hate listening to me? Why doesn't anyone want to listen to my podcast? Why doesn't anyone want to buy my stuff? Changing the frame of mind you go into podcasting with or into literally anything is the key. And that was such a big deal for me because in the early days of the podcast, when there was like a handful of people listening, like literally you guys, a handful, I could have been like, oh my God, where are all the listeners? Why doesn't the whole world tune into this podcast? Instead, I was like, "Mm, I wonder how I can build an audience. I wonder what I can do with this podcast. I wonder how it'd be if I just showed up and practiced on this platform for now. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder versus like everything sucks and I might as well give up, right? Which is not the mentality. Approaching it from a place of curiosity and really asking the right questions is going to take you so much further than if you approach it from a closed-minded perspective. Something else about podcasts, and this is like more of a kind of strategic-ish thing, is that when you are deciding you're going to launch a podcast, I personally feel like there's two kind of broad areas that you can focus on and two broad things that you can decide about your podcast. One, your podcast can be a place where you gain visibility right? So it can be a be like a visibility strategy in your business where you're trying to really grow your audience, grow your podcast, get more and more people on board to listen to you and like find you, or you can use your podcast as a nurture tool. So a place where you are nurturing your audience, you're not so much focusing on getting more visibility and more listeners, but you're really focusing on driving the current audience you have to the podcast so you can provide them even more content and value. Now, those two are obviously not mutually exclusive. It's not like it can only be one or the other and that's it. There is some aspects of both that are present on both sides. But I think if you, once you go into podcasting and you start a podcast, if you go in with a clear focus on really what the intention of the podcast is, you're going to be able to narrow in your focus in terms of the actions you take so much more. So here's an example. When I started this podcast, I never intended it at the time, and it's still not, as something that was meant to be a visibility strategy. So something that was meant to grow my platform. I wasn't looking to get millions and millions of listeners or anything like that. It was more so a strategy to further nurture my audience. I felt like I wanted a primary platform that I could communicate through that wasn't going to cap me. For example, 15 second Instagram stories 
really freaking cap me, right? Like I cannot say in 15 seconds what I can say in 30, you know, minutes on the podcast. So I wanted to go deeper and I wanted to provide more value and more content. And the best way that I could do that was through a podcast. I also loved podcasting. I loved listening to podcasts. So like it just aligned with me and the type of person that I am in every shape or form. For me, the podcast is a nurture tool, which means practically that we don't do a ton of visibility stuff. So for example, I have barely had any guests. I think I've had like one or two guests and like out of that, one's been my husband, right? So we don't do a lot of guests because guest speaking is a great strategy for visibility. I don't do that much podcast guest speaking. I feel like next year, the strategy for the podcast is going to change a little bit versus what we're doing this year. But for the first year, it was really all about nurture, just me showing up in episodes of like just me talking, giving value. And it also meant that the type of content that I was putting out was very niched type of content aimed towards my particular audience and my offers, which I think is a good idea no matter what. But I wasn't doing like much keyword research or anything like that. No advertising spend for the podcast, um, no massive giveaways, like none of the growth tactics. Now, if your podcast was a visibility strategy and that was your primary purpose, you would probably run it a little bit differently. You'd probably want to incorporate different tactics. So it depends on what the intention of the podcast is. And I think knowing that is going to serve you really well if you want to, you know, start your own podcast or if you have your own podcast, because it's like you come back to that every time there's a decision to be made, right? So when I'm like, oh my God, I just listened to this amazing podcast that I love and they're doing this awesome giveaway, like I should do a fun giveaway too and grow my listenership, (laughs) I have to stop myself and say, no, hold on. That's not our focus right now. Realign, refocus, like what is the aim of this podcast right now? So that is my lesson and tip number three. The fourth lesson is that I had to learn to be and accept to be, I should say, not learn, but accept to be okay with my podcasting style, with the way that I talk and the way that I show up on this podcast. So when I was starting out podcasting, I had this thing in my head that I had to like have podcast scripts and I had to have like long hours of research and do all this massive preparation and talk in a certain way and not make any mistakes and just be like very eloquent and say all the right things and so on and so forth. I quickly realized just literally while I was recording the first episodes that like, hell no, that's not me. I can't show up like that. That's not the way that I actually even want to show up. And that doesn't bring me fulfillment and joy. And if I'm not fulfilled, then like, I'm not going to show up in a good energy and I'm not going to help anyone. And so I've recognized that one of my natural strengths is speaking 
and it's speaking without necessarily a ton of notes. In fact, notes and like a ton of things weigh me down. I decided very early on, like from the get-go, that this is going to be a conversational style podcast. The tone of the podcast is conversational. I'm going to say things like, like, and I'm going to say, um, and are, and I'm not going to ask my editing team to cut out every little sniffle and pause and every time I like mumble a word to make it all polished and perfect like that is just not who I am and that's not how I want to be presented to the world through this podcast so like I choose to show up as me I choose to show up and talk like I normally talk I choose to not be this podcast persona on the podcast and then in another persona on my Instagram and another persona in real life. Like, no, I am the way I am on this podcast is the same way that I am in real life. When I'm talking to my friends, this is how I talk in real life. And to be fair, something most people don't don't know and always get shocked when I tell them, but like, I definitely swear a lot more in my, in real life conversations. Like it's not a habit I'm proud of and I tend to swear a lot, but for some reason I don't really swear thankfully that much on the podcast. Usually I think it's because my son is close by when I am recording. So I'm careful not to drop any like crazy cuss words, but that's probably like the only major difference. And like, you can tell just by listening to me, right? I'm not trying to say it perfectly. I'm not like trying to be all polished and have all the right things to say. And that's fine. That's how I want this podcast to feel. I want someone who's listening to it to feel like they're just having a conversation with me. They're just getting like tips from a BFF and we're having a real life convo and I'm a real life human being. And it's also part of the reason why I share all of my failures and my messes and all of the things that go wrong on this podcast and tell all the stories about my own limiting beliefs and things that didn't serve me and that I screwed up with. Because that is what I believe is the magic that connects me to someone when they can see the real me, not a painted picture of who they think I am or who I want the world to think I am, but who I actually am. That's where my power lies and that's where everyone's power lies. And so from the day dot, I decided like, no, I'm going to show up as the real me and it's going to be messy and that's okay. Like we love the mess. We're going to be okay with the mess. And that kind of feeds into lesson five, which is the mess of production. And that mess is basically that something I know about my human design is I'm a generator. And so for me, I feel inspired when I feel inspired and it does not get forced. I cannot force it. And so I had this beautiful grand idea in my head that I'm going to have one day a month where I sit down, I record all my podcast episodes, I batch them in advance for like six months and that's it. And I'm just going to be like the most organized person in the world only to very quickly realize that that's just not how I operate. I cannot operate like that. 
And if I do have a divine day of inspirations and I do batch some episodes, it's not like I can just turn it on. I can't turn it on that every third Wednesday I sit down and I record. And like, of course I could, I could like do that, but it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel exciting. It's, it feels so forced and it builds resentment. And like, I will, I'm not here for resentment in my business in any shape or form. And also as the CEO of my business, I get to freaking decide and choose how I run it. So one of the things that I do is that I give myself a week to record an episode and I record it in that week when inspiration hits versus actually having a designated time where I must sit down and record. So I'll more tune into myself and go like, hey, here's, and I do have content topics planned out. So like, I'm not completely just like divinely guided. (laughs) I do have content topics where I'm like, okay, this aligns with this launch. And like, I want to talk about these kind of things. And so we have general topics and I have content ideas and I have batched content ideas, but I won't sit down and record until I'm in a really good energy, in a really good mood and really feeling called to record a certain episode. So that's been something I've had to just accept that that is who I am. I'm not the kind of person that is going to batch record 36 episodes for the whole year or whatever it is. And that's fine because the way that I do it is the way that brings me joy, is a way that brings me excitement and fulfillment. And like, that is what I want for my business. That's the energy that I want to show up from. And so just being okay with your personality style and the way that you operate in the world is going to serve you so much instead of trying to box yourself in. And maybe you are, and I have clients who are like, I need to batch my podcast episodes for three months. Otherwise, I don't feel good. And that's okay because that resonates with them and their personality and their human design and all the things them. That's been a big lesson and just something that I've actually, I'm so thankful that I was given the opportunity to learn through podcasting the opportunity to practice acceptance of me and who I am and not make it mean anything negative, not make it mean I'm a bad business owner, I'm a bad podcaster, I'm a bad person, I'm going to fail in some way, but just to embrace it and in fact, turn the story around and make it mean the opposite. Like, I show up the way I show up and that means I will be ultra successful. (laughs) I show up last minute, I'll record a podcast episode and that means that it will be amazing. So I get to decide the story. You get to decide the story in your business. And I've had so much fun reframing the stories to be stories that serve me. And I think the sixth and final lesson that the podcast has really taught me and that I'm also so grateful for is that it's a long game and it's actually not, I wouldn't say it's taught me this lesson. It has just reinforced my belief in this is that just like business, podcasting is a long game. And the less you pay attention to your numbers, to your downloads, to all of these external things, the more successful you will be. For example, when I was just starting out my business, my main platform was Instagram. And I, like many, many people, had this belief that, oh my God, I need like 10,000 and plus followers to make money, which 
we now know, and if you've listened to some episodes that I've recorded around this, is totally not true, right? Totally not true. Like I did my first six figures with less than 2,000 followers. And I've had clients do like 10K months with like 600 followers. So it really does not matter. Same thing with the podcast, okay? I used to see people posting their podcast stats and be like, oh my God, this episode's got 10,000 downloads or like I just hit a million downloads. And I think to myself, like, will that ever be this podcast? Like that is crazy. And I'd think like, well, once we're hitting that, then the podcast will generate income. And that's such a BS belief. And one I'm so glad that I had the opportunity to be presented with and for it to be highlighted to me so I could work through it and go, oh, hell no. Because one, it's not true. And two, it doesn't serve me to think that. I've had people message me and people who are in my mastermind currently and say, I found you through a podcast episode and I enrolled in your like $6,000 plus mastermind. It doesn't matter if there's not 20,000 people listening to your podcast. All you need is one or two or a couple of people to be converted to buyers for it to be monetarily worth it, right? In terms of a business strategy. And the amount of people that I have message me and say, your podcast, like this episode was the episode that really drove me to buy this program and enroll is insane. And I wouldn't say that the podcast is like huge, right? Like the podcast is, I actually don't know what our um, download figures are, but it's not like we get tens of thousands or even multiple thousands of downloads every week. It's like in the hundreds of people that are listening, but that has not mattered at all in terms of how successful it has been in converting people, in converting my audience. And I feel like it's been a big reason for the business's growth this year. And it's just also been an amazing way to really be reinforced, to have the lesson be reinforced that it's all a long game. If I was to go into podcasting and if I was like, well, I didn't hear a million downloads in my first year, therefore I suck and therefore like this podcast sucks and I will never hit a million downloads and I'm going to shut it down, then what kind of a coach would I be to my clients when I say to them, if your first launch sucked, it doesn't matter, (laughs) do it again, right? It doesn't freaking matter. And that is really how I've come to view the podcast and how I show up for the podcast. Because one, not only do I show up like there is millions of people listening, because that's the intention that I have for this podcast, but I show up to the podcast not caring about the numbers, not even paying attention to the numbers. If I am serving just one person through this, I'm grateful and happy and excited. And so it's been a freaking fun journey. It's been an honor to have this podcast for a year. I've really like been presented with so many great opportunities to learn personal lessons and business lessons. And I'm really excited for what's to come next year because like I said, I think our strategy might shift a little bit. I might talk about that in a different episode in terms of the podcast and how it operates and what its purpose is and so forth. 
but I'm just so happy that you are here, that you have been with me on this journey, whether you've joined like this episode or 10 episodes ago from the beginning, it doesn't matter. It's so amazing to have you here listening. Let me know if anything on the podcast has resonated with you, whether it's this episode or any of the previous episodes, what's been something transformational for you. And if you want to give the podcast a birthday gift, if you want to celebrate with me, the very best thing you can do and the best gift you could ever give is if you left a five-star review on the podcast. That is how the podcast gets into more hands, into more people's ears, how more people can find it and discover it. So if you took a couple of minutes to leave a five-star review on iTunes, that would be an amazing birthday gift for the podcast and it would just mean so much to have it be visible and available to more people. So thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. I hope you got lots out of it and I'll speak to you next time. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.